Will Cannon rode over the top of the mesa and then slid down out of the saddle. He let his horse red, graze for a few minutes while he studied the sagebrush-filled valley. Far below, at least five hundred yards away, four men were standing around a campfire, and none of the men appeared to be very happy. Will took his spyglass out of his saddlebags and studied each man carefully. The first man Will looked at was a cowboy. Judging by the string of horses tied nearby, this cowboy was probably a bronchbuster. The man standing beside the bronchbuster was also a cowboy, and probably a bronchbuster too. Now Will shifted the spyglass to the big black man standing opposite the two bronchbusters. Will recognized this man immediately. His name was Ben Watts and he was wanted for murder, robbery, and rape in California. Watts was also a deserter from a unit of the 6th Cavalry known as the Buffalo Soldiers. Watts had a $500 bounty on his head. Will knew the other man, too. His name was Chick Yeeman, and he was also wanted for murder, robbery, and kidnapping. Yeeman had kidnapped and killed two small boys in California last year. The young boy's father, a banker from San Francisco, had paid the ransom, yet Chick Yeeman had still killed the two boys. That despicable act had earned a $500 reward from the state of California. Yeeman was a murderer, a card cheat, and a dirty backshooter. Eamon and Watts were yelling at the two bronchbusters now. Will knew he had to get down there before the fight broke out. He got into the saddle and rode down the trail toward the valley below. Eamon looked up when he saw Will riding down the hill. Watts just stood there and watched Will Cannon ride into the camp. What do you want here, stranger? We're having a talk with these two men and this ain't none of your business. You need to get out of here now, demanded Yemen. This land is open range, and I'll ride anywhere I please. Besides, I came down here to talk to you, Yemen, and to you, Watts. You have us confused with somebody else, mister. We don't know nobody by them names, spat Watts. Watts moved back a step, and his right hand dropped close to the butt of the Colt forty-four in his holster. Will watched Watts closely, but he knew that Yemen would draw his pistol first. Yemen was faster on the draw than the big, slow-moving Watts. Yemen had a small pistol, probably a thirty-eight in his waistband, and the pistol was hidden by Yemen's vest. No, I think I have the right men. The drawings on the wanted posters look just like you two. There's a $500 bounty on your head, Yemen. And you have a $500 bounty on your head, too, Watts. Now you have to decide whether you want to go back to California and hang, or if you want to take your chances right here and right now. Look, mister, we don't want to have to kill you, but we ain't going no place. We work for Major Ratcliffe, and he'll vouch for us. The Major won't like you saying we're wanted men, demanded Yemen. I don't care what the Major says. The bounty posters say you're worth $500 each. 
So either drop your gun belts or draw your guns, Will Cannon said in a cold voice. Okay, mister, let's just go into town and get this straightened out, said Yeeman, as he put his right hand under his vest. Will Cannon knew this was a trick, but he waited for Yeeman to pull his pistol. Kill him, Watts, yelled Yeeman. Will Cannon's Colt forty-five roared, and Yeeman was knocked to the ground by the white-hot forty-five caliber slug ripping through his chest. Watts had his pistol out of his holster when Will shot him right through the heart. Watts stumbled back and tried to raise his pistol. Will was about to shoot Watts again when he fell face-first onto the ground and lay still.